Welcome in to another new AMP podcast. I'm your host, Ben DuBose, and I'm the news editor for the AMP publications team. Today, we're speaking with Jorge Reina, a certified inspector and instructor focused on three main industrial branches, non-destructive testing, or NDT, welding, and coatings. He's based in Monterey, Mexico, and works for JRSA Engineering, and we're thrilled to have him on our podcast today. Jorge, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. So early next year, on April 30th and May 1st in Houston, AMP is holding a two-day conference at the Alcometer Building, also known as the AMP Training Center, out on the west side of the city, called Coatings for the Non-Coding Inspectors. That's primarily what we're going to be discussing today. Jorge is heavily involved from a leadership perspective in that conference. And if you want more information or to learn how to register, you can simply visit amp.org slash events. First things first, Jorge, what inspired the creation of a conference specifically tailored for non-coding inspectors? Well, the need to unify the inspection goal is based on the current significance demand for uh, multi-certified inspectors. There are various cases of colleagues who have started in this industry working in welding or, I don't know, performing non-destructive testing on materials, and they have a keen interest in developing themselves in an area like corrosion protection and protective coatings. And this is why the idea has emerged to provide a glimpse into the world of coding uh, inspector to field inspectors already working on steel projects, for example, welding, concrete, and or non-destructive testing. And just for clarity, what's your role from a leadership perspective? Are you chair of this? Yes, I'm, I'm chairing this, this event. Okay. And why is this such a good fit relative to your career background? Okay, regarding my, my, my background. For the past uh, decade, I've been charting my path as an independent welding inspectors, uh, inspector through my project, GRSA Engineering. And over the years, I've earned certifications in several areas, uh, culminating my current credentials as an uh, AWS Senior Certified Welding Inspector, as ASNT Non-Destructive Testing Level 3, and of course, an AMP Senior Certified Coding Inspector and Master Coding Inspector too. So circling back to the potential attendees, what are some of the key challenges that a non-coding inspector typically faces in his or her role? And what are the ways in which this conference aims to address those? Primarily, I believe there is some misconception about the purpose of codings. In many projects, I have encountered the idea that a coding is not an essential part of the project as it is often perceived as ornamental or architectural, rather a corrosion protection system. And this system allows us, of course, to control the corrosion phenomenon and uh, directly prevent the loss of important assessed. And starting from this point, the significant number of tests that must be conducted on a material before applying the coating is generally ignored or underestimated. And this is where a coating inspector specialized in this field is always a great assistance. If this information is also accessible to other inspectors specializing in different areas of the project, we can achieve significant improvements in the performance of our corrosion protection system. In what ways do you think that someone having a better understanding of coatings and, of course, their associated technical properties 
can enhance the overall effectiveness of these non-coding inspectors? Okay, if we take into account the preceding processes, for example, I don't know, a proper welding inspection, considering the development of our project specification following a standard such as, I don't know, NACE SP0178, we can have more efficient surface preparation process. Similarly, another example is uh, if we acknowledge that a non-destructive testing inspector may lack knowledge about how a trace of penetrant or ultrasonic copeland can affect the subsequent surface preparation process, we can instruct and explain them to how the processes are always interconnected. Can you share some insights as far as the perspectives that not a non-coding inspector may bring to the field? How does that contribute to the industry as a whole? Just speak, if you could, to their unique value proposition. Yeah, sure. Inspectors who are not multi-certified often have common doubts or require experience in processes that uh, typically fall outside their scope. In essence, knowledge of processes beyond our area of uh, specialization, but still related, is always useful and allow us to open doors to new job opportunities as well. And looking at it from the perspective of a comprehensive project, this kind of fusion between the areas for inspectors contributes to an understanding of the overall quality landscape and, of course, make makes the processes uh, more seamless. So I mentioned earlier the technical properties of coatings, which are clearly becoming more complex with every year. Yeah. As we enter 2024 and beyond, how do you see the role of these non-coding inspectors evolving, particularly when you consider the advancements in the technologies? Yeah, I believe that the industry increasingly demands a profile of a multi-certified inspector. In my particular case, uh, as I already told you, I hold certifications in welding, in non-destructive testing field, uh, coatings and concrete, uh, which ha has provided me with excellent opportunities in the job market. I agree with other colleagues that there is a trend of inspectors focused on the steel and welding branches moving towards coatings, indicating a shift in the updating preferences within the inspection field. Can you provide us some examples of real-world situations where this lack of coding knowledge among inspectors has led to challenges or problems? And with that in mind, how is this conference trying to prevent those issues in the future? Sure, actually, last year I collaborated in a failure analysis with my mentor and friend who is actually um, co-chairing this event, is Juan Caballero, Master Coding Inspector 2 on a project in South America, where in a nutshell, the improper use of a non-destructive testing process using ultrasonics damages a polyurethane coating system on a large, very large storage tank. So from my perspective as an ASNT level three, it is common and regrettable that during field work, processes that are initially understood as very basic are ignored or are uh, underestimated such as the selection of ultrasonic Copeland, for example. However, eventually these oversights can lead to considerable economic or safety impact. So 
So I'm looking at the conference webpage. It looks like association partners on this. Obviously, AMP is organizing the event, but it's also being held in tandem with the American Welding Society, American Society for Non-Destructive Testing, and the Non-Destructive Testing Management Association. How important is it to look at a conference like this from an industry-wide perspective and to have people from different companies, different associations? How important is it in your mind to address some of these challenges collaboratively and broader than just one association or one company? Well, it is crucial, of course, because uh, we are sharing a lot of experiences uh, from several branches, and it's, it's like a, um, a, a gathering of uh, several professionals from several areas who are going to share ex uh, their experience in this event. Absolutely. Yeah. With that in mind, what are some of the key topics and sessions that attendees can look forward to? I know there's a full schedule that's available at the AMP events website. Again, amp.org slash events slash codings hyphen for hyphen non coding hyphen inspectors. Easiest way to find it is just amp.org slash events, and you'll see the link near the top of the page. But without going into every single session, because obviously, you know, we don't have all day and there's yeah. a lot that's going to be going on. What are some of the highlights when it comes to events and other activities that attendees can take advantage of? Well, we have the participation of highly experienced individuals in this industry who come to contribute the, the knowledge to reach this event. We have scheduled conferences, for example, related with the with latest developments in corrosion inspections using, I don't know, for example, face array ultrasonics uh, about uh, surface preparation, inspection on aluminum pieces and how to inspect them. Uh, for example, basic topics regarding the use of instruments general knowledge of how anti-corrosive coatings works, and of course, much more. So what it sounds like to me is at a high level, this conference is about bridging the gap between traditional inspection practices and the specialized knowledge that is needed when you're dealing with coatings, particularly with the intricate technical properties that many of today's coatings in the 2020s have. What is the plan through this conference to help, I suppose, bring that together and narrow that gap between a traditional inspection and an inspection that's appropriate for modern coatings? Well, within the organization of the event, we have considered theoretical and practical aspects as essential pillars, recognizing that uh, people have different learning styles. I mean, keeping in mind the cognitive process, we aim to, to provide the best possible experience for the attendees. We will have both uh, theoretical sessions featuring presentations by industry experts and references, and the practical hands-on sessions too, focused on reaching this uh, immersive experience. And additionally, we have planned a networking session to enhance the sense of belonging within uh, the inspector community and facilitate the creation of new connection among participants. I'm sure some of these will be shared at the event itself, but are there any specific case studies or success stories you've seen that highlight the potentially positive impact of educating non-coding inspectors in this way? 
Absolutely. There are such examples. Going back to the project we were involved in last year, part of the corrective action definitely included ensuring that the inspection materials did not interfere with the applied coatings. Despite resulting in a penalty for the contractor, it involved a learning process and continuous improvement. And I'm confident that there are many more examples we can share during the sessions at the event, reaching the understanding of the attendees. So let's flash forward to, I suppose, May 2024, after this event has taken place. How can the knowledge that attendees gain then be applied to the day-to-day -day jobs of the people who took the time to come out? Basically, when it's all said and done, what do you hope that people gain from this conference as far as key takeaways, lessons learned, and all sorts of things that attendees can then take back to their jobs to improve their performance? Uh, yeah, well, primarily the importance of understanding an area that is constantly evolving, such as coding inspection. Based on my experience, industries like welding and like non-destructive testing are possibly a little older and sometimes incorrectly perceived as more critical than the field of codings. And our main goal is to strengthen uh, the understanding within the inspector community and secondly, encourage these inspectors to aspire to a certification or maybe a specialization process in the field of corrosion protection. Why not aim to become coding inspectors, I don't know, level one, level two, level three, or even master coding inspectors? We should also mention before we wrap up that for anyone listening to this that wants more information on the conference or perhaps is interested in becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to Alina Blanco on the AMP staff for more information. Best way to do that is by email at alina.blanco at amp.org, A-L-I-N-A dot B-L-A-N-C-O at A-M-P-P dot O-R-G. If you want more information on the conference or how to become a sponsor, anything you may need to know, Alina is your best staff contact for that. And of course, Jorge can help from an industry perspective as chair of the event. Jorge, for anyone that's listened who might have further questions for you or wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way that they can do that? Uh, my email is contacto.jrsa at gmail.com. And welcome. Any comments or questions are, are welcome. Excellent. Sounds good. And I'm thinking the, the timing of the event, so this is going to be the last day of April, first day of May. Honestly, it should be pretty good as far as weather in Houston to get people out. That's about as friendly as you'll get. It's after the 2024 AMP annual show, which takes place in early March in New Orleans. So you'll have an opportunity to get the word out there and try to build some momentum. So from a timing perspective, this should be a pretty lucrative spot to get people out, right? Absolutely. It is part of the, the idea to, to enjoy also the city and and all this, uh, like a, a full immersive experience, you know? Absolutely. All right. Well, that will do it for today's show. And again, if you want more information, just go to amp.org slash events, where you can click on codings for the non-codings inspectors. You can learn more about the event. You can register. You can look into sponsorship opportunities. All the information you need beyond what Jorge has presented in this episode is available there. And speaking on behalf of AMP staff, we would love to see you at that event in 
late April and early May. I think it would be worth the time of a lot of people that are our standard audience here at our AMP podcast channel. All right, with that, we can put a bow on this episode. For Jorge Reina, I'm Ben Dubose. If you want more information from us at AMP, the best way to do it is, of course, at the aforementioned AMP website, ampp.org. And then if you want more resources from AMP Publications, where I work as the news editor, you can access Materials Performance Magazine at materialsperformance.com or Codings Pro Magazine at codingspromag.com. All right, with the plugs complete, we'll adjourn. Again, for Jorge, I'm Ben. Thanks as always for listening, and please come back soon for another new AMP podcast.